the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is the word to stand on for life with Pastor Ron Arbaugh. Your word is sharper than any two-edged sword. And it cuts deep into my heart. The word to stand on for life is a radio ministry of Calvary Chapel in San Antonio. A live call-in show here to help you answer your questions about the Bible and how to apply the word to your daily life. For more information on Calvary Chapel, visit our website, calvarysa.com. Get your Bible questions ready and call in now to 210-340-9585. It's The Word to Stand On for Life with Pastor Ron Arbaugh. Happy Thanksgiving Eve and welcome to a sort of a different Wednesday edition of the Word to Stand On for Life. I'm Pastor Ron Arbaugh from Calvary Chapel in San Antonio, Texas. And this is, as you know, a question and answer program. Whatever's on your heart or on your mind, all you've got to do is pick up the phone and dial 210-340-9585. If you're outside the local San Antonio area. It's uh, You can call toll-free at 877-630-KSLR. That's 630-5757. You can email questions to us by emailing questions at calvarysa.com, or you can use the free Calvary Chapel of San Antonio mobile app. Hit the Call Now banner at the top of the screen. You'll be connected directly to our studio producer. Now, I say all of that, and I know everybody's really busy today. Either they're taking a nap, or they're at H-E-B, or they're running around in the streets doing something. Uh, it's holiday. You can feel the difference out there. And that's why today, tomorrow, we're not going to be live tomorrow or Friday. So we've got Paula here with me today uh, live in the studio. So this is a Wednesday date day edition of the program. Thanks for getting here. Usually I say thanks for being here. But <laughs> thanks for being here, getting here. I was at home just praising the Lord because, you know, I wanted to make sure. Because it's Thanksgiving. Because it's Thanksgiving yeah. Eve. Yeah. I mean, it's the day before, so, you know, I'm pre preparing. And so, oh, yeah, everything's been going just fine. I went and picked up my pies from Natalie. You know, she makes everything gluten-free. I made this stuffing, got it all ready, and I made some mashed potatoes, and I started sweating right away when I was boiling the potatoes. And so when you called me to remind me it was Lachelle's birthday, that was a perfect, because I started to call her and say, girl. Happy birthday, Lachelle, if you're listening. Mm -hmm. Anyway, yeah, happy birthday again. So anyway, I called her and I was like, girl, I was boiling the potatoes and I started sweating because we had her mashed potatoes the other day. And, you know, I think I make some pretty mean mashed potatoes. But Lachelle's were so good. So I was thinking I should call her and tell her if I... If I peel them and cut them up. <laughs> Can you stop mine and fix these? Yeah. Can I bring that over there and you fix mine? But I didn't. So I just sweated and I thought, I wonder how she made hers. I mean, it's potatoes a potato. You know what I'm saying? But her mashed potatoes sound just was so good. And so like I, I, when I called her to say happy birthday, I let her know that I was sweating. She goes, oh, you're so silly, Mom. I said, no, 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 really. If Pastor Ron says tomorrow, these are okay, but yeah. they're not quite Lachelle's. Or you say, how are the mashed potatoes? No, I'm not going to ask. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, I wasn't born yesterday. Well, if you do, I will be very enthusiastic. <laughs> About my mashed potatoes? Yes. Yeah, because I told her. Because I, I don't want to get punched. That's right. If he hesitated, <laughs> if he hesitates for a second, Lachelle, you know, we eat around 1 o'clock, so he'll be, he'll be hungry again around 5.36. Just... Just be looking for him. <laughs> I'm going to drop him off for Troy. <laughs> and she just laughed. Anyway, yeah, so I think I made him more of a shell style. I think it was more butter. Okay, so how does all that factor in to you 
almost, almost not getting, getting here. here. <laughs> well, I was I was praising the Lord because for me, every this is not my day to be here, you know. <laughs> and I hadn't forgotten, but I was praising the Lord that everything and the timing just worked out perfectly, you know. Um, and so as I was sitting, let's see, about five after three, I've been sitting kind of contemplating, okay, Lord, the radio program is coming. So it's not like I forgot. <laughs> it's not like I forgot at all, but, yeah. So I, I, I finally got in the car. I'm thinking I had plenty of time until you called me. And I'm just, I'm, I'm only halfway here at 3.57. What did I say? Are you coming? <laughs> no, first she said, are you here? Yeah. And I was like, well. <laughs> and then you said, are you coming? I was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll be there. But you could have started without me, but I made it just in time. And I was praying, Lord, don't let me be anxious for anything, but my, you know, prayer and all supplication. So... <laughs> Fix this. Mm-hmm. Make 402. I just said, what did I do, Lord? I got stood up by my <laughs> date on the date show. <laughs> That's so wrong, right? So anyway, so in the night, you know how I, 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 how I am. I had my pen and my paper next to the bed because, Lord, it's a different Wednesday. I'm not prepared to be on the radio on Wednesday. I usually get an extra day. So, Lord, what are you going to talk about? <laughs> and so anyway... This is what I came up with. God is love. Nothing can separate us, in particular me, from, because it was all about me. And so, you know, it's just me and Jesus. <laughs> and so nothing can separate me from his love. And so God is love. And, and you know, I was thinking it's Thanksgiving Eve. And if Thanksgiving didn't fall on Thursday, which it always does, I would have been talking about this tomorrow on actually Thanksgiving, you know, you start thinking about why, why are you thankful? You know, we should all be. Um, And so he gave for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever, you know, would not, I'm not going to perish. I'm going to live with Jesus. I think those are two most significant words in our New Testament. He gave. He gave. Yeah. That's what I have right. He gave. And then, you, you know, God is love. He's patient. Praise the Lord, he's patient. <laughs> he, he didn't call me and say, are you here? Because <laughs> I'm already in him. I'm there. And he's so thrilled that I am. You know, not that I um, am perfect or anything like that, but I'm his. And he's so happy. I can't imagine that, you know, Jesus probably. All beautiful you are, my darling. That's what he says all the time to you. You forgot the dot, dot, dot. There is no flaw in you. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's the part I really like. You know, how beautiful you are, my darling. Okay, okay, thank you so much. But there is no flaw in you. That's the best part. That's something to be thankful for. You know, I didn't, I didn't say this at the top of the show, so I should do it now before I forget and we get going. We do have church tonight. Oh yes, there'll be six of us here. This is always the least attended Wednesday night because people <laughs> are home, they're getting ready, entertaining family, picking people at the airport, cooking, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But I'm going to be teaching Leviticus 20 and 21 tonight. You think you're going to get it all right? Oh, I'm sure you're going to try. We may be here till 10:30. That's okay. Let's but, get this yeah, thing done. Let's get it done. But but uh, no, we have a, a Bible study tonight. Uh, and I did say at the top, we won't be live on the show on Thursday and Friday, uh, but we also have our live uh, Friday night Bible study uh, where I'm teaching in Colossians. I'm ha- I'm in chapter one right now. Okay. So now the rest of the day is your show. Okay. Well, I'm going to be here for Leviticus. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it hasn't been as bad as you kind of set us up for. It's been very instructive and you know, kind of comforting because the Lord, our God, he's He's saying, okay, my kids, I love you. Uh, I'm telling you these things because it's good for you. Um, and it'll go well with you if you're like the little kids and, and just be obedient to what I say. Because if you don't, there's some, that's what we're going to talk about tonight, the, the punishment for being mm-hmm. rebellious and disobedient. There, there's two so. primary themes throughout Leviticus. One is... I'm the boss of you. God says, I'm in charge. Capital B. I am the Lord, your yeah. God. Yeah. And then the second is, I hate sin. Yeah. And um, and so that's what we've been dealing with on, on Wednesday nights. Yeah. So it's very instructive, very encouraging. 
and the Lord says, I discipline those I love. And so this this book has been kind of disciplined because it, it makes you stop and say, hmm, am I guilty of that? Am I involved in that? And the Holy Spirit, you know, kind of knocks on you and says, yeah, just because you're asking the question, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, he is, his love is patient. And, and, you know, my favorite, well, I'll get to that later. But love is patient and um, he's in the business of, of uh, making us more like him. And he's very patient with us because some of us are hard-headed or, you know, then some others, some come easy, some come hard. Darlene used to always say that to the kids in children's ministry. She probably still does. <laughs> um, but she was like, you know, some just do the right thing. That's what she would say. Do the right thing and it'll go well with you. And so if we will do the right thing. But the Lord is patient. And I love the fact that he um, he knows us very, very well. He goes, she's going to have to go around that mountain again, isn't she? <laughs> I love him. Though. But the fruit of the Spirit is love. Love, joy, peace, patience. You know the ones. Um, and so he, he when we get saved, again, he gave. He gave us the, the fruit of the Spirit. And we get to choose to walk in that yes or no. But he has already given us. Yeah, he, he's... Let me re- rephrase. He's given us the power to walk in the fruit of the Spirit. You know, we don't have to be grumpy. Um, during Thanksgiving, you know, a lot of people, as you talk about every year, Paul, a lot of people get really depressed during holidays, and it usually starts about Thanksgiving, and, mm-hmm. and they're feeling really sorry for themselves. We don't have to be that person. No. You know, we can we can ask him, Lord, forgive me and renew a right spirit with me and restore unto me mm-hmm. the joy of my salvation. That's what David did after mm-hmm. his sin with Bathsheba and, and Uriah. Um, but uh, we don't have to be trapped by our circumstances. And that's something to be really grateful for. There's always an escape. Mm-hmm. There's always an escape route. Yeah. And speaking of that, on the other end, uh, we don't have to be Martha's. With the wrong attitude, you know, I got a prayer from Esther, who's up in Alaska. Oh, yeah. It was just really uh, encouraging, a reminder of how good God is, how blessed we are, because, you know, here, our house smells like Thanksgiving already. We got plenty of food. We have family coming. Um, For the most part, everybody's healthy. Um, I mean, we're loved. And we get to love other people. Not everybody's that blessed. There's some who are without family. Um, some are, some have lost family. Some without family are, are military, and they just aren't going to be able to see their family this year. And no telling if they ever will, kind of a thing. Um, but we have a nice house. We got a nice car. I mean, there's so much to be thankful for. Um, God has really made our marriage sweet. Um, our kids love us. Our grandkids are doing well. I mean, we have so much to be thankful for, but then there's some people who just don't. And so sometimes, I mean, I, I've I've been guilty in the past, you know. Um, I had to go to H-E-B like five times just for the Thanksgiving meal. It's nobody's fault but my own. I made a list and then forgot to get everything on the list. And so you have to go back and then in the middle of the night, last night, it's like the Holy Spirit said, tap, tap, tap. You don't have any butter, and you don't have any celery. You need them both for Thanksgiving. I was like, oh, man, I got to go to H-E-B again. But I didn't go to H-E-B. I went to Walmart because their vegetables and, and stuff is in the front of the store. <laughs> <laughs> and so, um, and it's not as crowded. It wasn't as crowded. So, but, yeah, we can be a Martha with the wrong attitude of, oh, man, I'm I'm cooking all this stuff, and nobody's helping me, and it's taking a long time, and it's going to be eaten in, like, less than 10 minutes. Lord, make her help me. You know what I'm saying? Make him help me. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) kind of a thing. But, no, I am so grateful. I get to. I I mean, and I really love it. Even the many times that I've had to go to HB, I've had plenty of opportunities to say, you know, Happy Thanksgiving to somebody, Um, you know, have, have a great day. You know, Jesus loves you. I mean, it's just been... You look so pretty right now. Well, it must be the Holy Spirit just, you know, because I'm no. grateful. No, that's just... Thanksgiving. It's just... You're lit up, isn't it? Oh, okay. Well, thank you so much. 
But being thankful, just thankful. It needs to be a lifestyle. Yeah. Yeah, we heard Tony, Dr. Tony Evans yesterday, last night, on one of the shows or something. He was saying, let's don't just make Thanksgiving an event. Christians, we should be, it should be Thanksgiving every day. He's right. I'm pretty much thankful most of the days, but I don't know how, I'm thankful every day for something. But there's days where you can't really see it. So I got to repent of that. So Yeah, you know, there's a lot of people, Paula, who, who might be saying now, um, assuming they're listening on the Thanksgiving Eve, mm-hmm. but, but there's a lot of people saying, well, well uh, um, I, I've been sick or um, my family's a mess or my children are breaking my heart. Um, God was supposed to protect me from all these things, mm-hmm. and, and they really don't think they have anything to be thankful for. Yeah. That's why the Apostle Paul says to set our hearts and our minds on things above. Yeah. Because when we look out and around, mm-hmm. then we're going to be depressed. Yeah. Uh, when we look in and, and we're consumed mm-hmm. with how we feel, mm-hmm. we're going to be depressed. Yeah. And, and the, the best way, in fact, the only way to resolve that and to do so quickly is to look out and just say, Lord, I want to pray for them. How can I minister to them? Mm-hmm. And and by looking out in that way, you're really looking up yeah. to Jesus. And yeah. he's given you the opportunity. What Gail Irwin used to say, he said, you know, Jesus is the only truly others-focused person that's ever walked the face of the earth. Mm-hmm. But we can choose to be others-focused all the time. Yeah. And if we'll do that, then the Holy Spirit, Acts 5.32, comes upon us and changes the way we feel. Mm-hmm. And And we just don't have to be down. Um, it doesn't mean that all the circumstances go away. Yeah, oh no. But what it means is that the presence of the Lord, mm-hmm. I am with you always, yea, mm-hmm. even unto the end of the age, yeah. he said. Yeah. And and I'm particularly thankful to that. You know, as we get closer to the end of our age, mm-hmm. you know, just the fact that he's with us is um, an unbelievable thing. You know, we were at the new building um, yesterday talking to a lady who works in one of the places there. And, um, you know, she was a little better this time than the last time that we talked to her. Mm. But it was kind of mad about this and mad about that. Mm. And we just get a chance to minister to her and talk talk to her about the Lord. And, yeah. and, and you know, that makes you grateful. Yeah. Yeah. And gratitude is, you, you say this, uh, uh, oh, you say humility is attractive. But um, gratitude is contagious. You know, just like talking with the lady you're talking about, you know, let me hug you, girl. You know, um, let's talk yeah, about... I didn't know how she was going to react to that, but mm-hmm. she did. She did. Um, that's that's one of those things, you know, that, that the Lord gives you an opportunity. It's like he kind of pushes you, you know. He pushes you sometimes. He pulls you sometimes, just like me when I'm walking with you. You know, it's all for your benefit. So as the Lord <laughs> pushes and pulls, it's for my benefit. Um, if I would just be obedient, because he could have said hug her. And I could have said, she don't want me to hug her. I mean, I could have had a debate and said, let me hug you, girl. You know? Yeah. And, and you know what? If you just asked her, she probably said no. But you didn't ask her. <laughs> I kind of asked her as I was already hugging her. Yeah, you said, let me oh, hug yeah, you. Yeah, I did say, yeah. let me hug you. Yeah, you mm-hmm. didn't ask. You just, That's true. you said, this is a statement I'm making. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, she melted and, and then she starts opening up a little bit. Mm-hmm. And, and that's one of the ways that we can not only share our faith, but the hope that we have, you know, mm-hmm. what does so it say to, about you one day? Well, Paul is always happy. You don't think that's real, do you? We, yeah. Pretty she much. loves everybody. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's the way it's supposed to be. It's it's hard when you're giving out to dwell on the negative things going on in your life. Yeah. And make no mistake, everybody, including you, have negative things going on in your life that we have to deal with and heartbreaking things that happen and mm. and aches and pains that, that, especially as we get older, aches and pains that come along. Um, but the reality is that um, God has given us a prescription for that, and it's to look up and look out to others, mm-hmm. not look out at circumstances, mm-hmm. but look out to others and, okay, Lord, who can I talk to? How can I be used? Yeah, for their benefit, not yeah. for us to judge them. And not for them to say thank you. Yeah. Just, oh, yeah. You know. There's a song, and I have, I've been having to sing it lately. Show me how to love in the true meaning of the word. Teach me to sacrifice, expecting nothing in return. And it's like the Holy Spirit said, really? <laughs> and then the rest of the song goes, I want to give my life away, becoming more like you each and every day. 
my words are not enough. Please show me how to love. So that's been my prayer lately. And so the Lord gives you opportunities because, you know, everybody needs love, but not everybody um, goes about it in the proper way. Like, oh, you're so nice, you know, because people are the way they are for a reason. Sometimes they come at you with, eh. Like this. And, so, and sometimes they respond with eh yeah. after, after you are nice to them. Mm-hmm. And, but that's okay. Yeah, that's okay. You don't do it for any reason other than Jesus is in heaven giving you a big thumbs up. Yep. Jesus says, I want them to know I love them. Will you tell them? I was like, okay. Kind of like Ananias. Do you know who uh, <laughs> Saul of Tarsus is? Am I, are you mad at me kind of a thing? And so, yeah. So be thankful. And there... I, I learned this a long time ago from one of our ladies named Misty. She said, I mean, I don't know how many years, maybe 15 years ago, because they've been here a long time, um, at one of the leadership meetings. um, Yeah, maybe one of the leadership meetings. She says, you can always find something good about everybody. That changed me because, you know, I can be kind of critical. And I'm looking for, what kind of Christian are you? Instead of looking at myself and saying, what kind of Christian are you? (laughs) She said, you can find something good about everybody. And so, again, be thankful. And then I was thinking, why am I thankful? Why am I thankful? Because you're not going to hell. You know that's right. (laughs) And sure do deserve it. Jesus loves me. This I know, for the Bible tells me so. Um, Little ones to him belong. They are weak, but he is strong. You know, when you think about Jesus, my one of my favorite scriptures, John seventeen twenty three. At the end of it, it says that um, God the Father loves me the same way He loves Jesus. That's John seventeen twenty three. I don't have a whole lot of them memorized, but I got that one. <laughs> I got that one, along with Song of Solomon four seven. I'm beautiful, you're my darling. There is no flaw in you. <laughs> don't forget that, Pastor Ron. And then another reason why I'm thankful. Many, many years ago, I didn't have to, um, what am I trying to say? I didn't have to, you know, start wondering or searching like you, it took you like three and a half, four months or whatever to, to know that God's word was it. No, he made himself known to me. And I think it's because he loves the simple hearted (laughs) or simple minded, (laughs) whichever. But I remember talking to him and telling him, you know, asking this question, where's the love everybody's talking about kind of a thing. And, and, and I heard this voice say, I love you. You know the story. I love you. I always have, always will. And this is what I said. I don't even believe in you. And this is what I heard. Then who are you talking to? So, you know, it's like touche. So he made himself known to me. He didn't have to do that. He did not have to do that. Paula, I am God. I am the creator. I created you the process, but I love you. And uh, well, what else am I thankful for? What'd you say? I'm not going to hell. <laughs> <laughs> My salvation, I'm, I'm going to heaven. When this is all over, I'm going to heaven. Me. I know me. I know the, the old me. I know the new me who still has even though the Lord says there is no flaw in you. We say, I still have issues. I still got lots of flaws as far as I, 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 I am concerned. But I, I thank you, thank him for my salvation that I'm not going to hell. I'm going to heaven. And when I get there, I get everything. I don't have to, you know, because I feel like, and I think a lot of people do, feel like, um, like Billy Graham, he would get away, he would get lots more. You know, because he's been so good for so long. You know, that kind of thing. No, no, no. We all get it all. I'm so glad you teach that, because I wouldn't have known that. <laughs> we're, we're joint inheritors of everything that he has. That's just, that. that's something to be thankful for, right? That's a retirement program. Yeah. That's that's the best plan of all. Yeah. And I'm not going to be floating around on, on clouds or anything. Like I used to think, you know, the cartoons. No, I'm going to be learning Hanging out with Jesus all the time is never going to be boring. I used to think, heaven's going to be boring. You just be on clouds and playing a harp or something. How boring is that? You know, I don't even like harps that much. Um, but no, I'm going to be sitting mm-hmm. at his feet. And yeah, can, we, we need to be able to use our imaginations because what he says, 
he has in store for us is more than we can ask or imagine, and yet we try to figure it out. Oh, yeah. And that's the, the frustrating part. So Jesus just says, hey, trust me, it's going to be great. It's going to be great. Better than anything that we can imagine, better than the best thing here, the worst thing in heaven, and there's no worst thing in there's heaven. There's no worst but, thing. But to make the point, the worst thing in heaven is better than the best thing uh, here. So, yeah. No more tears. No more being afraid. No more sickness. Would you say no more lawyers? <laughs> no offense to lawyers. No, law- lawyer commercials. Lawyer commercials, okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's going to be all good. I'm so thankful. Thankful. Justification. You can talk about that when we come back because we're almost going to be. But justification that just as if I never sinned. God, now that because I'm saved, there's no flaw in me. You're perfect. I'm perfect. Can you believe it? <laughs> hey, we've got 30 minutes left in a Wednesday date day show. 340-9585 or toll free 877-630-KSLR. This is the Thanksgiving Eve edition of the Word to Stand Up for Life. Paula and I, we will be back in two minutes. back to the Word to Stand On for Life. We're taking your calls at 340-9585 or toll-free 877-630-KSLR. Now, here's Pastor Ron Arbaugh. Welcome back to the second half of our Wednesday Date Day show. 340-9585 for your live calls and questions or toll-free 877-630-KSLR. Go! Well, another reason to be thankful, and you you always kind of nail this one and kind of drive it home for me, is that he who began the good work in me will be faithful to complete it. I don't have to strive and, and sweat and try to do everything and be everything. I can be myself. Mm-hmm. You know, that'd be a really great theme for a show in the future, Paula. Think about it, um, because you've struggled so much over the years, thinking, well, I'm going to blow it. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm not smart enough, or I'm not committed. Just, just you, you. Nobody's harder on you than you've been. Mm. And you've learned over these years to, to enjoy your walk. Mm-hmm. And finishing is his responsibility. Mm-hmm. All you got to do is hang out with Just him. Just hang so, out with Jesus. Because a lot of people kind of deal with the same kind of stuff. The enemy yeah. is always pounding and condemning. Okay. So, so is that one where maybe we could have a couple of uh, extra guests on that day to see how they they fare with that? Yeah, it's your show. You know that's right, huh? Mm-hmm. Why am I asking you? <laughs> Except you're the boss. Small B. Okay. But um, the fact that the Lord has put me in the game you know, First Timothy one twelve says, I thank my God through Jesus Christ who has given me strength that he considered me faithful, calling me into his service. That's pretty cool, right? Mm. Uh, Paula, I need you. Not that he needs me. But <laughs> get, get off the bench. Get in the game. Girl. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Get in the game. I'm, and I'm in the game. Man. And I'm thankful that he sets me up for success, not failure. That's a really cool thing because, like you're saying, worrying about, am I good enough? Will I, you know, um, do I know enough? All that stuff. If God is for you, who can be against you? I know. I'm so glad Romans was written, right? (laughs) That's what I think, 831, right? Mm -hmm. Well, look at me. (laughs) The Holy Spirit. I'm shining right now, right? (laughs) Because you know. Anyway, but if I fail, and, you know, I shouldn't say if. But when I fail, um, I, I'm thankful for First John 1, 9. My favorite thing, God's forgiveness. He is faithful to forgive me and cleanse me from all unrighteousness. That's the finishing work right there. You know, there are churches that teach you can make God obligated to do stuff, and we can't do that. But okay. if your heart is right and you're truly repentant, he has to forgive you. Because he's already promised to do so. Yeah. That's, well, that's a great promise. That is a great promise. I don't know if I ever has called the Lord to account on that. You know, like, God, you said, <laughs> you would forgive me. God, I've never, I've never said that. You know, some, there's sometimes yeah. when 
But Good. it's a promise that can rightly be claimed because he's already said it. Yeah. Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, the enemy says, oh, you knew what you were doing. Yeah, but I was ignorant. I was a brute beast, you know, uh-huh. whatever. But but Paul says, hey, I was zealous, but, but with no, no knowledge, with uh-huh. the zeal. Yeah. And um, all we have to do is remember that. And um, every minute of every day, if we have walked away from the Lord, even for a moment, we can walk right back in. And he doesn't put us on probation. <laughs> I used to, <laughs> you know, you know, I'd say, okay, God, I messed up four times today. Uh-huh. And, you know, you expect him to say, we humans. Well, okay, but you're on probation. Yeah. So you better, you better. I always tell a story about my first job at McDonald's when I was 16 years old. Mm-hmm. Now, this is a long time ago. Not that long ago, babe. Minimum, minimum wage was a dollar forty an hour back then. Okay, so okay. maybe it was, it like was three hundred years yeah. ago. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 one of the things you know back then, McDonald's people wore those hats, mm-hmm. looked like gas station tent hats, mm-hmm. but but they were blue and gold, and 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 so I'm can I get my hat? And they gave me this bright red hat that said trainee on it. Danger, yeah, danger. They might as well said probation. This guy has no idea what he's doing, so <laughs> stay out of his way. But 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 God doesn't give us a probation hat. Mm-hmm. He just says, oh, you're my son. Mm-hmm. Oh, beautiful you are, my darling. There's no flaw in you. Yeah, you you get the gold star yeah, yeah. hat. <laughs> you are all that. Yeah, I love it. So, and then here's another thing. Even if you blow it or if you had a bad day or whatever, you just go to sleep, you know, Lord, I'm so sorry. And then you know you got new mercies coming in the morning, another whole batch of grace. You get to start over. I love that about the Lord. I'm so glad I come here because I'm learning stuff. (laughs) Um, Again, my John 17, 23, God the Father loves his children with the exact same love he loved Jesus with. We got to believe that. Yeah, yeah. We don't really capitalize on the fact that God loves us when we're hard on ourselves, or other people are critical of us, and there's always going to be those critical people in our lives. Mm-hmm. You know, we got to be able to say, "That's okay, Jesus, you love me." Yeah, yeah. And I think He allows those critical people in our lives so that we can practice. They're just having a bad day. They don't really know Jesus, how precious and valuable I am, but. You and I, we know. So help them to know that they're valuable and precious to you as well. So, yeah. And then here's another thing that I could be thankful to the Lord for. We sing this song. I called, you answered, and you came to my rescue. I love that one. When I'm praying, because I I was talking with the lady yesterday, she goes, well, God doesn't hear my prayers. I said, God hears all prayers if you're a believer. It's just that sometimes... You don't get the answer you want because he he hears and he answers. It's yes, no, or wait. And she just was like, she goes, well, he's just not doing what I want. That's what that's what it boils down to, right? And those are by definition; those are prayers God cannot answer <laughs> because His will is what He wants you to pray for. Yeah, and you know Jesus when He wanted not to have to go to the cross, um, He could say, spare this. Spare me from this cup. Mm-hmm. Um, nevertheless, Thy will, not my will, be done. Yeah. And and when we Christians say God's not hearing my prayers or God doesn't answer my prayers, mm-hmm. there's a reason. He wants us to learn from that. Yeah. And so what He wants us to do is is get to that place where we say, Jesus, this is what I want. And it's okay with Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Make your request known to God. Paul mm-hmm. writes. Yeah. But um, if our heart is wrong. God couldn't possibly answer that prayer. So we got to get to the place where our heart is right. We got to get to the place where we trust him and say, okay, Lord, thy will, not my will be done. And that's a hard thing. Mm-hmm. It's a hard thing because when we want something, um, we want it our way and we want it immediately. And mm-hmm. I'm head of that list. Mm-hmm. And yet you've got to be able to say, but Jesus, you're, you, you've always been faithful. And so if, if what I want isn't your will, then I'm smart enough to know I really don't want that. Even though I want it. Mm-hmm. I'm smart enough to know I really don't want mm-hmm. it. And so uh, thy will be done. Yeah. You know, we, we've been at the building every, not every morning, but most every morning and, and praying. Yeah. And that's one of those things. Okay, Lord, just give us the money to get it all fixed the way it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And, and and then, I say, okay, not my will, but thy will be done, O oh Lord. Mm-hmm. And he hasn't done that. Mm-hmm. He He just hasn't done that. And... Maybe it's my fault. 
Because uh, I kind of like it when he comes through at just the right time. Well, I just, I want the right time to be now. <laughs> but those are the things you got you to realize. Those are the tests that God takes us through. And those are the, the times when we really get to see the hand of God move. And those are the times when, um, after the fact, we look back on it and say, Lord, you got all the glory for that. Yeah. There was no rich guy that got the glory. Mm -hmm. There was no pastor with great faith who got the glory. Mm -hmm. You did it in a way where only you got the glory. Yeah. And that's got to be something that we appreciate, learn, learn to understand that's really what's best for us. Yeah. Thankful. Thankful for. Okay. So, um, again, talking about Thanksgiving to the father gave his son. Jesus gave his life. And then the Holy Spirit, who Jesus sent here, he stays with us. And that's a job right there, right? <laughs> that's, he's the one that says, uh, go this way or don't go that way. Say this or don't say that. And then he has to hang out with us even when we he go, girl, again, we're going to go around this mountain. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, to be thankful. And you know, the Lord has, um, so many times I haven't even prayed for something and he will provide it because he, he only does what's best for us. I'm like, Jesus, I didn't even pray for that. Or Jesus, I don't deserve you to be nice to me right now. I don't, I don't deserve your love. But he says, but, but I love you. You know, he's like, okay, lift your head up. Let's go. Yeah, I, I wish we could all get to that place where we stop talking about what we deserve or don't deserve. Because mm -hmm. we don't deserve anything. We deserve hell. But, but, I mean, we just don't deserve anything. Yeah. And yet, out of the overflowing goodness of God yeah. and and his overflowing delight toward us, mm -hmm. um, he, he blesses us mm -hmm. continually. And if you start thinking, well, what did I do to deserve that? You didn't do anything to deserve that. That's who he is. <laughs> if you're hanging out with Jesus, we just say all the time, just be with Jesus. Mm -hmm. If you're with Jesus, you're going to be blessed. Yeah. Again, that doesn't mean all your problems are going to go away. It doesn't mean you're going to get the winning lottery numbers. It just means uh, that he's with you and he's always leading in the way of blessing. And if you can get that through our heads, then we, we won't be dependent on a specific answer to prayer or a specific piece of direction mm. in a difficult situation. We'll just hang out with Jesus and eventually we'll see, oh, you were there the whole time and this is where we ended up. Mm -hmm. And that's what we got to do is hang out with him every day. Yeah. I'm getting it, Pastor Ron. It's all slow, <laughs> but I'm getting it. It's it's getting better. So, yeah. But I'm in the game. I'm in the game. I'm in this family. Um, and I was thinking, you know, the choices that he, he gives us, it could have been so different. But then I, I always think about how he who began the good work in, in you will be faithful. It's like a maze. I say this quite often. It's like a maze. He knows the start and the, and the end of my life. And the choices that I've made, because he's the one faithful to get me to the end, he'll put up a roadblock, you know. She's about ready to go off a cliff, so I better put up a roadblock here so she'll turn left or right, whatever. And then you can hear that still, small voice say, psst, psst, off of this way. And you end up being where he always had you to be, and you just think, wow, God. I say this too. You know stuff. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm just, I'm grateful. So I'm praying for other people who, you know, maybe... Like we, we talked about last week, the lost, hurting, hungry, broken, needy, confused, fearful, angry. Um, that they too will look up and see Jesus' hands reaching out to him saying, I love you. I've got a great plan for you. Okay, so enough of that. Okay, Pastor Ron, here's a question. Um, okay, because I was going to ask you this last week and, you know, I talked too much last week and let me not talk too much this week. <laughs> so how did you know? to do everything for free? I didn't. <laughs> uh, you know, God, God gives us information as we need it. 
And um, it, it all started with our school. And they knew we were going to do a school. And uh, it never occurred to me <clears throat> that the school would be free. Um, it, it just, it, because it didn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. So we just, we, we got a principal, um, somebody from the church, um, and we just started putting it together. And uh, one day I was in, in reading through the Gospels, uh, actually in this particular time it was Matthew, and in Matthew chapter 10, uh, verse uh, 8, I think, when, I let me make sure it's verse 8. Um, yeah, verse 8. Um, I, I was just reading it. Uh, Heal the sick, raise the dead. This is Jesus giving directions to mm-hmm. his disciples when they're going out two by two. Mm-hmm. I, um, heal those who have, cleanse those who have leprosy, drive out demons. And then he said, freely you've received, free to give. And it stopped me in my tracks because I knew it wasn't about Jesus talking to the disciples. That was just one of the ways that the Lord can use a, a, a Bible verse or a, or a, a situation in the gospel accounts and say, okay, this is what I want you to apply in this particular thing. Because we've been dealing with the, the, the school, how to, to do it. And and I knew at that moment uh, very quickly that, that school is going to be free. Mm-hmm. Uh, he didn't say everything you're going to do is going to be free at that point. One step at a time, right? Yeah. <laughs> and so free. So um, I called the principal into my office and said, look, um, I know this seems silly, um, but the Lord spoke to my heart very clearly this morning, and the school is going to be free. And and he, his mouth dropped and just, what do you mean free? He said, we're not going to charge. Well, how are we going to do this? God's going to do it. And I just trusted him. I just took him at his word. Mm. And then when Malta Medical opened, uh, or as we were getting close to Malta Medical opening, he made it clear, not with the scripture or anything, we just made it clear. Uh, I've already told you, freely give, uh, or freely receive, freely receive, no, free to give. Mm-hmm. And and I knew that it was going to be free. Mm-hmm. And and then it, as it just worked out, um, all the other stuff that we do, Manhouse and it's just, just we don't charge for anything. Mm-hmm. Now, the one thing I knew before we left for Texas, Paula, was that we were to never let our needs be known mm-hmm. and never ask anybody for money. We were to be completely, totally dependent upon the Lord. And, and um, you know, that was not so hard until he said everything's going to be free. <laughs> and then, then that's when your faith really gets sensible. Well, mm-hmm. How are we going to do this, Lord? You know, we got a small building, and, and while there's people coming, you know, uh, we we can't increase our church we we can't increase offerings we can't ask for a building fund you know those kind of things mm-hmm. so uh, he just said trust me and he's been trustworthy we one time had a lady uh, at the church and she got new to the church and she came up to me and she said pastor on i have the gift of fundraising and i said really and she said yes i love doing it and i'm good at it and god wants me to do it here and I said, but we can't let our needs be known. And she said, but I want to use my spiritual gift. And I said, well, I don't think fundraising is a spiritual gift, first of all. Secondly, we are committed here as a church to depend only on God. We don't even ask the people in the church for money. We don't pass an offering. And she said, but I just think you're so wrong. And she really got angry with me. Mm. And she came up a couple of days later and she said, I've really been praying about this. And, and I think God wants me to do this. And I said, okay, here's the thing. And this was a long time ago. Yeah. So, so the, the money numbers that we need now are much higher. <laughs> but, but I just told her, I said, okay, here's the deal. Can you guarantee me fundraising $100,000 every month? She goes, nobody can guarantee that. Mm-hmm. I said, that's my point. Mm-hmm. Because that's what it takes just to keep the doors open yeah, mm-hmm. with the free stuff that yeah, we that do. Yeah, that was a while back. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's a, yeah, that's a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Cause it's way more expensive now. But... Um, the the um, and she said, well, nobody can guarantee that. And I said, that's why we depend on the Lord, because he's been faithful. Mm-hmm. So forgive me, but I'm not going to trade God in for you right now. Mm-hmm. I'm going to depend on him yeah. rather than you. And she got mad and left the church. But yeah. that's that's just it's it's always been that way. And Paul, it's one of those untouchable things. I've never um, I've had a lot of people try to change my mind about things. But I just knew 
that God is the one who sustains us. God's the one who called us. Mm -hmm. And uh, I've come to that point many times over the 28 years where I thought, okay, Lord, it's your church. If you want to bankrupt it, looks like that's where we're headed. Mm -hmm. And and that's the way it is. Um, But, you know, just those right on time things. And and God has demonstrated that he alone is trustworthy. Mm -hmm. So we've been doing it now for all these years. And We've never once let our needs be known or never once told somebody um, or asked somebody for money or asked them for directions out of a, out of a difficult situation. But mm-hmm. it just keeps you close to Jesus. I guess he figured I needed to be yeah. really close. Yeah. I remember you saying a long time ago um, that, you know, the, the vision for the school was because you were a, a teacher's aide in Bible college and so many of the kids didn't know how to write or you know, like, where do you put the commas? Or is there a period after this word? You know, that kind of thing. And they couldn't spell. Yeah. Uh, you know, they were younger, and I was a teacher's aide because I was one of the old guys. And looking at them, and, and I just thought, Lord, these kids, and many of them graduated from Christian schools, these kids can't construct a sentence. How can they communicate the gospel? Mm-hmm. And um, that was my Nehemiah burden. Why wouldn't I be sad? Mm-hmm. Oh, Lord, my people are in trouble mm-hmm. and distress. God put the burden in Nehemiah's heart before Nehemiah jumped into action. And and that was years before our school opened, I think, 99, 2000 school, calendar year. And um, that was years before that. That was 1994. You talked about that when we still <clears throat> lived in California. Yeah. So uh, it was just one of those things where that burden was in my heart, mm-hmm. and it was a, a burden that, that, that the Spirit was saying, we're going to do something about that. And the same thing was true with Malta Medical. Mm-hmm. I was sitting in a doctor's office, and he was saying, we've well, got to go to a different doctor, you got to do this. Mm-hmm. And, and I thought, you know, I'm a reasonably intelligent guy, and I don't know. I can't figure out how to go to a doctor. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it, it's, you almost have to be retired to, to go to doctors. Because <laughs> it's full time. Because they send you to different yeah, places. Yeah, yeah, for and, sure. And I said, Lord, who has that time? And that burden was in my heart. And he goes, we're going to do something about that, too. Mm-hmm. And that was the, the birth of, of Malta Medical, really. Yeah. And from that moment when I got that burden to the day we opened the door, it was 12 years. I know. So so these things don't necessarily happen quickly, mm-hmm. but those things um, are, are just God giving you a burden, and when he does that, he's going to do something about it. Yeah. And you learn to be sensitive to those things and trust him. Paul, I'm told we, we're inside like five minutes now. Mm. Oh, we're inside four minutes now, so okay. I thought we had more time. Okay. See, I told you I was at home. I thought I had way more time. <laughs> and then you called me at 357, and I'm not even here yet. Yeah. And 402, it really starts 402. 402 comes to 402, and I was at the fourth car at the light. So I was already praying, lady, you got to go. <laughs> if it's yelling for me, I got to go. But yeah. So. Well, when did you close with just some Thanksgiving blessings for uh-huh. the people in the audience? Normally we have thousands and thousands of people listening, but today we probably have 20. But bless them. They are important yes, to the Lord. And so a, a blessing is to look up um, and be thankful for, I mean, even if you have no turkey, if you don't have a ham, you have your life. And come to our house. I invited a, a new guy to our house, but um, he probably was like, she don't really mean it or, you know, whatever. So We don't like people to be alone and things. We don't want anybody to be alone. So New families, they don't know anybody mm-hmm. kind of thing. So. Mm-hmm. Bring your own chair, though, if you come. <laughs> <laughs> I got all the chairs. I can, yeah, but anyway. Um, but just look up and, and know that Jesus is with you. Um, if you are, you know, sick... Um, this is what I've been praying, that you would hear the still, small voice of the Lord saying, I am with you. I know what you're going through, um, and I love you. Don't give up on yourself or me. Just know that he, he loves you, and he, it wasn't supposed to be this way. We were supposed to be, you know, happy and live forever, and sin came in the world, but he is here, and he's the overcoming one. Um, but as you sit, whether you eat soup, or you eat some turkey. Be thankful that you have something. And he's at the table with you. Absolutely. Never to leave you or forsake you. You sup with me, I'll sup with you. That's right. I like that. Eat the flesh of my flesh and drink the blood of my blood. Yeah. That's what he wants his commitment from. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a song that says, keep me in the moment. Not looking 
for tomorrow, but keep me in the moment, living day by day. Let me just make the most of the day that I have right now. And so you and Jesus make the most of that day. If you have, if you can call somebody and tell them Happy Thanksgiving, or call somebody and say, you know, um, please forgive me. Call somebody and say, I forgive you. Um, I love you. Don't miss that. Don't miss the opportunity to tell somebody how much you love them and how much Jesus loves them too. Okay, Paula, thanks for being here on a Wednesday. Barely. (laughs) Barely. (laughs) She made it. Hey, tonight at Calvary Chapel, I'm going to be teaching out of Leviticus chapters 20 and 21. Pray that I can get it all done tonight. Yes. And then on Friday, Colossians chapter 1, we have our regular Wednesday and Friday night Bible studies. And on Thursday, Thanksgiving Day and Friday, we will not be live on the air uh, instead, we will have pre-recorded programs. So if you're in the car, you can listen. But uh, other than have a wonderful Thanksgiving. May the Lord bless you and fill your heart with joy and gratitude for all that the Lord has done. I'm Pastor Ron Arbaugh from Calvary Chapel in San Antonio, Texas. You've been listening to The Word to Stand On for Life, the date day show with Paula. Um, Lord willing, we will be back here live in the studio on AM 630, The Word, at 4 o'clock on Monday. Have a great holiday. Bye-bye. Thanks for spending this time with Calvary Chapel's The Word to Stand On for Life with Pastor Ron Arbaugh. The Word to Stand On for Life is on every weekday afternoon at 4, and Pastor Ron invites you to find out more about Calvary Chapel at calvarysa.com. The Word to Stand On for Life was sponsored by Calvary Chapel of San Antonio. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.